Hello there, Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of eight books, host of two PBS specials, here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want. For those of you who've been following my videos and quotes for a while, you might notice I am talking about the author of eight books instead of seven. I am today launching my eighth book. It's called What to Say or What Not to Say When you're dealing with difficult situations. Because I really believe that knowing what to say and what not to say, and specifically how to say it, could be the difference when you're dealing with a difficult person, difficult situation between creating solution-focused conversations versus arguing about who's right or arguing about the problem. In fact, when I'm doing my seminars, you know, one of the things that I always do is talk to people about how the brain works. We got this lower brain called the brain stem. This is where our fight or flight responses are located. Upper 80% of the brain, what I call the top of the mind, the neocortex. This is where our clarity, confidence, creativity, interpersonal skills, problem solving skills come from. And the middle brain, limbic system, is kind of the scanner, the, uh, the router, the processor. It scans incoming data and either routes it down to the lower brain where we get angry, stressed, frustrated, annoyed, depressed, worried, frustrated, whatever, or the upper 80% 80 80 of the brain where we access our clarity, confidence, creativity, compassion, and are able to make choices about what to say and how to say things. So the first thing I do is show people how the brain works, give them a model for shifting from that lower brain to the upper brain so they're coming from the top of the mind, the clear, confident, creative part of who they are. Then we talk about how to stay there because it's one thing to get there, but if we keep falling back down into the brainstem every time we find ourselves dealing with a difficult person or difficult situation, we won't be very effective. A little bit more involved, but there's models for how to do that. Then toward the end of the seminar, about the last third of the seminar, we start talking about how to deal with difficult people from this upper 80% of the brain. I talk about the importance of getting there and staying there, about actually engaging them, not so that you're trying to stop their negative behavior, because generally have you noticed that when you tell people they should stop their negative behavior, they very rarely say, oh, what a great idea, thank you for sharing, I feel so much better. <laughs> they almost start to argue for that negative behavior. So when you're dealing with people, you never want to try to be stopping their negative behavior. You really want to be bringing out the best in them. So something, having some idea of who they are at their best and, 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 and what they're like at their best and being able to kind of reach for that and touch that is kind of a good idea. Then we get into what I call the LEAP model. Listen, empathize, ask, and problem solve. We've got to listen because we've got to understand what's important to them and we've got to empathize so that they know we get it. I mean, have you ever been talking to someone who wasn't willing to listen to you? Or maybe they listened, but they didn't get it. You weren't really eager to hear what they said next. So we want them to be eager to hear what we say next, to take what we say and move it toward a solution-focused concept. We gotta know what's important to them. We gotta let them know we get it. Now, getting it doesn't necessarily mean we agree with it. There's a difference between understanding and agreement. If someone's coming from that frightened, worry, frustrated part of the brain and they say something from that part of the brain, I can understand how that's not going to make a lot of sense. I can understand how they would be troubled by that. So I can say, you know, I can see how you'd see it that way. I can see how that would be important. That frees them from the need to continue to convince you of the righteousness of their perspective. It's this third process in the LEAP model that people have the most trouble with and the reason is because it's the most difficult. The ask, listen, empathize, ask. 
Okay, so when we get to this part of the model, which is really the fifth step in the model, you know, the first step is being clear about who we are. The second step is knowing what we want to bring out. Third is listening and finding out what's important to them. The fourth is letting them know we get it. When we finally get to this fifth step where we ask what I call a top of the mind or a neocortex question, this is designed to get them to shift from their resistant brain to their receptive brain. Uh, a good example is when I'm dealing with someone who's made a mistake, someone in my uh, organization, rather than saying, what were you thinking, how many times have we talked about this, and trying to make them feel bad about making the mistake, I say, okay, um, knowing what you know now, how would you do that differently in the future? See, there's no shame in the future. There's no blame in the future. When we ask a neocortex top-of-the-mind question, we take what's important to them and what's important to us and begin to blend it into a solution-focused, future-oriented perspective. That's really important, but it is new. Most people go, well, that's great. I've never heard that in that way before. I've never thought about shifting from that lower brain to the upper brain. So I tell you what, Bill, if you could just give me a big old list of top of the mind neocortex questions, that would be so helpful. And I understand it. It makes perfect sense, but here's the problem. The question about what to ask and how to ask it really comes from those first six, uh, five steps. Unless we know the qualities and characteristics we want to bring to the conversation, unless we know the best of them, unless we know what's important to them, and unless they know we get it, then it won't work. So I have written a new book, and it's again called What to Say. So I've taken all the scenarios from my Vistage meetings, from my presentations, from my counseling, and put it into 30 chapters divided into family and business and general life and relationship, parenting. I talk about, okay, here's the problem. Here's what not to say. <laughs> here's my version of a top of the mind solution and here's how I would say it. Now, each time I do that, I say, okay, you might say it differently. Don't try to just mimic the words I'm using. Notice the concepts I'm going for. I'm trying to take what's important to them and combine that with what's important to me, and then frame that in a way where we can both move forward in a way where everybody sees the value of creating a solution versus just arguing about the problem. If this is something you would like, I now have the book available. It's on Amazon. You can get it uh, just by going to Amazon and, and typing in what to say. Or if you want to go to my website and go to the store, my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com is a website. Go to the store, you'll see the book, click on the link, and it will take you to Amazon. You can buy it as a paperback, or if you want it as a PDF, you can get it directly from my website. One of the things I do is to recognize that, you know, situations always come up. And if this particular book, even though we've got 30 chapters in it, if this particular book doesn't answer every question you want, feel free to email me. I have my email address at the uh, beginning and end of the book saying, hey, Free, feel free to email me, give me your situation, I kind of be an Ask Dr. Bill kind of thing. I'd be happy to give you my best thoughts on how to frame a, a solution in a way that people can hear it. My goal is to bring you new information that you can apply immediately to help you become more influential in your life and the lives of others. This is what I call getting paid to do what I would pay to do. So I get to go around the world teaching people how to do this. If you would like me to come to your organization and help your leaders or everybody kind of be able to communicate with each other, your customers, everyone else in a little bit more purposeful way, 
Again, all you got to do is go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com, hit the contact button, let me know what you're interested in, and I would love to talk with you about that. In the meantime, if you're liking these videos, please hit the like button. You know how all the social media love it when you like it. Share it with your friends if you find it valuable. And I will look forward to seeing you in the future because each week I try to post one of these videos, give you new information about how to apply this to life. So here's to you bringing more clarity, confidence, creativity about what to say going forward. And I'll look forward to seeing you in the next video.